The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm The Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare. Joining me once again in the Zoom room, Rotten Jack, the Demon Barber of Central Ave. I don't know why you keep saying once again, like I'm like a uh, a special guest host that's here every six months. It's just like uh, should you should probably change that to just be like, and I'm joined as always by Rotten Jack. I mean, sometimes yeah, sometimes I just got to do what I do, you know. I just say what comes out. <laughs> I mean, uh, you you are right. Like once again, me sound does sound like you know there are times that you don't do this with me, and I think since you started only once or twice, maybe have has there been an episode where it's been me and Alley Cat or me and someone else. And I think in that exa- in that same time, one time when I was hunting, you and Alley Cat did an episode, the two of you. Yeah. So, yeah, we're uh, okay. So joining me as always and as per usual, Rotten Jack. Hey, how are you, buddy? Hey, man. <laughs> Thanks for playing along. Oh, you know, not like I got anything better else to do. I mean, better you know- else, anything better else. Yeah, listen, we are going to have, we are going to wait for the English language today, and that's all you need to know. Oh, boy. We're in for it today. Uh, So, what are we talking about? Well, I got this idea off TikTok that someone posed the question of who would win in a fight between James Bond. Jason Bourne, Ethan Hunt, and John Wick. And then I was like, what if we take this a step further and add a couple more names into the mix of uh who else did I say? Um so we added so we got Jack Ryan, John Wick, Jason yeah. Bourne, Ethan Hunt. Uh-huh. Uh, Black Widow and Jack Reacher. Ah, yes, Jack Reacher. <clears throat> um, all of them exceptional in their own right. Um, but honestly, if we had to, if we had to break this down, and we're going to, who would honestly win? And like. Some of these have, I mean, there, there's a lot of actual like source material to go off of in these. Mm-hmm. It's pretty impressive. So where do you want to start? Who do you want to start with? Um, I think we should start with probably the least talented option out of the bunch or at least who I would think would be last place finisher. Okay. Um, and that honestly for me would probably be Black Widow. Really? Yeah. So 
you're going to have to give me a reason that she's so far down in your world because Natasha Romanov, AKA Natalia Elenova, Elenovana Romanov, AKA the black widow. And I know we're not like, we're, we're not taking supernatural feats, right? Yeah. But for all intent and purpose, if you take away the superhumans and the metahumans, the mutants, whatever you want to call them throughout all of the Marvel cinematic or just the Marvel universes. So, I mean, we're going through her early life in Russia, the Avengers shield, like standing toe to toe with daredevil. Um, I mean, all of this stuff. She does, in fact, you can't discount the fact that she has the ability to stand toe-to-toe with basically gods. So you take those people out of it. She's probably one of the most dangerous human beings ever. Right. But what I'm saying is, I'm not saying she is incapable. I'm just saying in the roster that we've picked out, I think she is the last place finisher. You think so? It's either her or Jack Ryan. Be perfectly honest with you. I would probably go more with Jack Ryan than her. So I I would concede that. I would concede to that. Jack Ryan, then Black Widow. I, and we will ignore the fact that uh, apparently she's been enhanced by biotech, which I did not know when I suggested her. Uh, oh, I didn't know that either. But so it, all it does is re- it makes her resistant to aging and disease and she heals faster. Uh, what what it doesn't do is like. Give her know, extra power. Correct. Um, so she has gifted intellect. She displays uncanny and uncanny affinity for psychological manipulation. And she can mask her emotions. Uh, she actually has the ability to quickly process multiple information streams and rapidly respond to changing tactical situations and has extensive espionage training on top of all that. She has, she's a world-class athlete, gymnast, acrobat, aerialist, capable of numerous complex maneuvers and feats. She can coordinate her body with balance, flexibility, dexterity. She's an accomplished ballerina. She's mastered jujitsu, aikido, boxing, judo, karate, savat, and ninjutsu, various kung fu styles, and kempo. Uh, she is proficient or a master at sambo, which is one of the most savage martial arts ever created. Um, she's also a phenomenal marksman and his proficiency with melee weapons and combat knives. She's also a skilled hypnotist. That's a long list of holy crap. Like I said, I didn't say she was incapable. I just think that in the lineup of standing toe to toe with someone like Jack Reacher or John Wick, she's done. So like the difference here for me, and this is why I put Black Widow over her, like the biomech stuff aside brutally proficient in hand-to-hand combat quite fast for his height 
often fights opponents his size or larger. Like his skills attributed to the fact that he grew up all over the world and being in the Marine Corps. Wait, who are you talking about? Jack Reacher. Okay. Sorry. I I wanted Jack Ryan, not Jack Reacher. My fault. Uh, They're not going to give me what I want on him. Stupid. I don't know. I just, I think Black Widow needs a little bit more credit than being last. Honestly, I'll concede seven. I'll concede second to last for her because honestly, I don't really know shit about Jack Ryan. I've never seen a single movie that his character's been in. I mean, I know a lot of them, but I've just never actually seen them. Like The Hunt for Red October? Yeah. Hunt for Red October, Patriot Day, uh, uh, the. Patriot Games, Red Rat. Patriot Games, yeah. The Cardinal of the Kremlin, A Clear and Present Danger, The Sum of All Fears, Dead of Honor, uh, Executive Orders, The Bear and the Dragon, Dead or Alive, Locked On, Threat Factor, Command Authority, Full Force and Effect, Commander-in-Chief, The Truth Fails, Power of Empire, True Faith and Alliance, or in Allegiance, Oath of Office, Code of Honor. Like, so for those playing the home game, he's a Tom Clancy character. Yeah. Like, Tom Clan, and this is why he's definitely, definitely behind Black Widow for me, is Tom Clancy makes so many movies and so many, like, I mean, they're novels, films, TV shows, and video games that you could pretty much put him in any of them, and he's just another character. Like, he he's just... He's just a Marine. He's just a soldier, like a highly skilled soldier, like black ops, you know, stuff like that. But he's, there's nothing like, oh my God, special about him. In my opinion, where like, you know, the, the, like the stuff I just rattled off about black widow to me, like that's not just your run of the mill spy. True. Assassin. And again, and that's us ignoring the stuff that makes her not age and heal faster. Like none of that stuff helps her do any of those feats any more than anyone else. Well, I'm just saying, I think those, those are probably the weakest too. I will concede that to some extent. Now we're going to disagree on, on a couple of these. And I can tell you that because um, you know, like when we start getting to people who use like their abilities to just like just their personal abilities, like just, I am what I am. My body is my weapon and I can use guns and knives and shit. Um, versus like, Oh, look at this super high tech Batman belt. I have wink, wink, looking at you, James Bond, who needs every gadget on the goddamn planet just to survive. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I think that's where, cause like I would put somebody who, who is heavily like gadget reliant near the bottom of the list. Like if you need gidgy gadgets mm. left and right, are you that good at your job or are you just relying on really high tech, cool stuff that like, it, like, so if you take the tech away from a guy like bond and you give it to, I don't know, black widow, black widow's got a lot of her own tech though. I mean, she got tech, but like a lot of it's like guns and tasers and shit. Not a car that can basically turn into a tank. That's fair. Or 
you know, oh, look at this pen. That's also a high-tech laser. It may as well be a lightsaber. Yeah, I'll give you that. Honestly, Bond was going to be my next one on the list, like third lowest. Perfect. I'm in. Just because he's so gadget reliant. Like, yes, he is very good at manipulation and he's a very good like people person and like infiltrating places and stuff like that. But like half the time, like he he can't get the shit done without his his little gizmo gadgets, you know? Yeah, and, and that's really what bothers me. Like you can't be that good. And like be that reliant on I mean, the dude needs a watch that's got things hidden in it. So we're we're gonna take a look at this because I have a list here. And you know we love lists on the show. Mm-hmm. Um gadgets that James Bond relied on. The attack sofa. The knife shoe. Yeah. Dentonite toothpaste. Yep. Uh, all of his watches that have, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at a watcher that looks like your standard run of the mill watch. <clears throat> Again, basically a lightsaber that shoots out of it. Yeah. And honestly, it became a running joke uh, when like Q was giving him like this shit. And Q was like, you know, can you just please bring this watch back in like one piece? It's <laughs> like he would just fucking destroy everything that he used. Yeah, I mean the dude, he's got a he's got a suitcase that he carries that's got his that's got gadgets in it. He's got yeah, like, liter- it literally had a fucking sniper rifle in it. Right, he's got an exploding pen, uh, the golden gun. Uh, that wasn't him. That was a bad guy's weapon. That's fair. Uh, the Lotus E Spirit S one submarine car. Yeah, an invisible car wasn't invisible it used cloaking technology um it's invisible like i understand that it doesn't go invisible but it like it cloaks itself and therefore it cannot be seen therefore it is invisible it's kind of the definition of the word listen i'm not arguing with you on this like he was way too reliant on way too many gadgets yeah he's got a jetpack he's out you know what? He's he's last on my list. It goes Bond, Jack Ryan, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. I mean, and again, like Jack Ryan is just, he's a CIA guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he was a Marine who became a stop stockbroker. And then becomes a, a a civilian history professor at the U.S. Naval Academy before he joins the CIA. And then what he ends up basically becoming like a black ops. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- sure. Great. And it, like at different points in different like movies and stuff, he becomes like what he, he became the president. Did he really? Yeah. He later served as the national security advisor, then vice president before becoming the president of the U S following a terrorist attack. Jesus. 
He went on to serve two non-consecutive terms and mostly dealt with international crises in Europe, the Middle East, Africa, and Asia. <laughs> He's also been portrayed by Baldwin, Ford, Affleck, Chris Pine, and most recently, um, John Krasinski from The Office. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I, I like John. I love John Krasinski as an actor. I think he has shown like far more depth in his acting chops later on in his life here. Like when they, when they brought him in as, um, Mr. Fantastic of the fantastic four. He's, he's great. He's fantastic for that, Mm -hmm. but I'm sorry. When I see Jack Ryan, the former Marine turned CIA agent played by Jim from the office, (laughs) <laughs> like that I can't separate. Right. I'm playing Mr. Fantastic again. But that one, like, no, oh, Jim Helper, the lowly the lowly paper salesman, becomes CIA agent. No. So you, you can't you can't picture John Krasinski in 13 hours where he's playing a badass CIA opera operator? No, not really. Fair enough. I can't even picture him in the the like the horror film that he filmed here. Was no, like, I forgot about those. I've never actually seen those. Like it's a movie about being quiet. <laughs> how how long can I sit in silence in a movie theater? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And, and listen, I'm I'm all for like, and I, I consider those like his middle ground because I do believe they're actually like going to be bringing the Fantastic Four into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he is going to play Mister Fantastic. But at this point, like they can't not have him play Mister Fantastic. They've already introduced him as Mr. Fantastic. Like, you know, they can they can pull the pull the chain of, well, that was a different universe's Mr. Fantastic. So in this other universe, uh, you know, that's not him. Uh like listen, you can't fucking do that. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be as dumb as introducing Deadpool to the MCU and recasting and not using Ryan Reynolds. You're dumb. Right. You're dumb. Right. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure fans will just burn movie theaters to the ground if that happened. We can't make that joke. People do stupid shit like that for stupid reasons. Well, that's true. <clears throat> All right. So we got Bond at the bottom because he's Gigi Gadgy. We got Ryan at the bottom because he's basically just a CIA agent who had you know served some time at his life as a history teacher. And we got Black Widow because she's a badass in her own right. But it's also very tough to measure her abilities because she lives in a fantastical world. Right. So who do we got next? Not okay. Not that Bond doesn't live in a fantastical world. Right. Not that any of these guys don't live in a fantastical world. But the other thing is like. We've and we've talked about this on the show before. Bond is recast in almost every single movie. Very so is Jack Ryan. Well, so he's recast in every not in every single movie, but he's been recast five almost. Times. Yeah, like it's very like that's why I, I've never actually seen anything with him in it because like I don't fucking know it's him in it because it it's a different fucking actor almost every time. That's actually like a, a person and a name with a backstory. Where with Bond, it it's they're kind of running it to a point of like. James Bond 007, Agent 007 is just is a code name. Code name. Yeah. And so like at that point, when you change who has the name, you're gonna change those abilities and how good he is. Mm-hmm. 
like are we just not seeing <clears throat> where the the guy who was agent 007 sucked because like it would be boring mission one shot in the head five minutes see ya like listen let's make that movie let's make a movie of like seven short films of the times that agent 007 sucked <laughs> call it double blow seven I'm pretty sure they made a movie like that and it's not what you think it is. Yeah, I know. That was a bad joke on my <laughs> unintentional. I, I was literally thinking like, oh, this guy blows or like this this agent sucks. Put him on the suck list. Uh, you just made the list. <laughs> Jesus. I forgot you got one of those too. Yeah, I gotta learn how to use it better. Like I got to learn how to use the voice mods and stuff because I have it. I just don't know how to use it yet. Well, I can teach you. Um, next on the list, let's talk about Ethan Hunt. Yeah, that's where I was going to. He's good. He's cool. <clears throat> Doesn't ever really seem to be doing a lot of one-on-one like fighting and stuff. And when he is, he usually kind of gets his shit kicked in. Um, but again, like he's he's more of a realistic, realistic badass than Bond because he really he does use gadgets, but he uses more like spy and like disguise gadgets and stuff like that, like the the fucking mask maker thing that's like just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean, we're so we've all and Mission Impossible one, like the original Mission Impossible, Mm -hmm. was really really good, and we've all seen like the you know like the the part where he's rappelling from the ceiling, and he's got to stop just below or just above the ground, and like he's about to like drip sweat or something, and then he's got to like catch the sweat bead before it hits the ground and sets off the alarm and everything else. Like, and it was iconic when it first happened. That movie was legitimately iconic. Mm-hmm. And now there are six, there are six mission impossibles. And there's a new one coming out soon. They're filming it. <clears throat> there's at least one video game, probably more than one video game. It's because it says video games. So here's my thing. How many impossible missions can someone go on? And again, he kind of gets his ass kicked and he does rely on gadgets quite a bit. Not entirely as much as bond, but still quite a bit. One of my favorites was the exploding gum. Yeah. That was mission impossible too. like either choose a piece of gum or he like balls it up in his hand and throws it in on a fish tank. It explodes, creates a diversion so he can get out before he gets made or whatever. Yeah. There's there's some weird stuff, but uh, honestly, I think when you're talking like just pure like physical prowess, if we're talking like has to go head to head against some of the other people on this list. I'm sorry. I don't think he's going to take out John Wick. He's definitely not going to take out Reacher. And born, you're just really never going to fucking see. And he's just going to take you off from a mile away. Well, so here's, here's the best part. 
and I, I'm sorry, but the fact that he is played by Tom Cruise, who's legitimately like four foot nine, right? Like, doesn't help so much so that when Jack Reacher was recast, people were like, this is way better. Yeah. So, yeah. I get Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt makes some sense to me. Yes. Like, because when you're talking about a spy, like being able to like get lost in a crowd, being short helps, you know, you don't stand out in a crowd if you're, if you can't be seen in the crowd. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's good looking, but he's not like, oh shit, like, damn. He's not Ryan Reynolds. Correct. You know, he's not chiseled from stone the way some of these guys are. He like, he can, he can be that spy. And again, Tom Cruise is, I mean, trying to look to see if they have a height on him, but he's like five, five. Yeah. He is like short, short. Yeah. He's like five, five or five, seven, something like that. Like he's very small. So much so that he wears like two to three inch lifts in his shoes when he is on stage and they have to make him like, like they sit him in a certain way when he makes like appearances and stuff like that to make him not seem so short. Yeah. Like when you have, when you have to use camera <clears throat> to correct how not tall you are. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Tom Cruise is five, seven. Right. So two to three inch lifts makes him five, 10. Yeah. And then they use like camera trickery. To make him look between six and six two. Yeah. And then you read like you look into Jack Reacher, the character, who I love Jack Reacher, the character. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be like this six six hulking behemoth of a mountain of a human. Um hold on one second. Uh-oh. I'm looking at a short actor's height comparison chart. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. is only like five foot eight. I'm weirdly like that weirdly doesn't bother me. I I didn't realize that he doesn't look that short. No. And if you like they use a lot of like fantastically well done camera work with him as well but he also i don't ever remember him playing a character that stands toe-to-toe with another human being that's supposed to be like six five and just stands toe-to-toe with him no i mean you look at his characters iron man uses tech yeah he played sherlock holmes who stands toe-to-toe but they show why he can stand toe-to-toe with somebody he's not like physically more gifted he can predict their movements basically all right this chart is blowing my mind because some of these guys i never actually knew their height and they i thought they were like big guys <clears throat> johnny depp 510 yeah that makes Jace, sense. jason statham where would you put him i put him like 59 he is 59 mark Wahlberg and jeremy renner are five foot eight. See, you got to remember 
that like is hollywood just made of midgets like are you not allowed to be over six foot tall to be a hollywood star no but you got to remember too like people are taller now than they were then there are more people over six foot now than there were when though i mean you're talking about guys who are probably in their 50s <clears throat> and you got to think realistically like five eight five nine five ten is your average height technically I know, and I guess, I guess just being like a tall guy at six three, and having been six three since I was fucking fourteen years old, I I find it weird that like five nine five ten is the average male height. Yeah, five nine five nine in the U.S. So, uh, let's see. That's the thing, though. I didn't realize Jason Statham was only five ten or five nine. I never, it never crossed my mind to look up what his height was. He always looked like he was like at least six foot six one. So here's another <laughs> one for you. Um, actually, how, how tall is Stallone? That's a good question. Is he short too? How tall is Stallone? Five ten. Yeah. Cause there were, uh, do me a quick favor. Look up. How tall is Mr. T? Five ten, okay. Because maybe it was Apollo. <laughs> it was Apollo then who was taller, like six two, six three? And they tried to like they had to try to make it. Uh, and Dolph Lundgren is tall too. Yeah, so, Lundgren is six five. Yeah, so they they tried to make it like they tried to make that height difference not look as bad. But when you look like nationwide, five seven is is the net is the global average height for a man. Five nine in the U.S. And again, I, I'm six four. You're six three, six four, like six three. So it's one of those things. I because I'm the same way. You know, you, when you when you look at people, like you don't. I don't realize how much taller and bigger I am than 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 your, the average bear until I see like a picture of myself with some of my friends, and I'm like, oh, I got like almost a full head above mm-hmm. someone. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. We're not we're not bashing y'all short kings out there. There ain't nothing wrong with it. You can't help it. It's just being a tall guy. You don't realize like we look at you and we're like, wow, five, seven, five, nine. That's short. Not realizing that that's the national fucking average in the United States. Right. I'm finally above average at something. No kidding. And and that's where I'm at too. But that also dives us back into when you talk about like physical prowess and stuff, like there's a reason that they denote people's like reach and height and shit in fights in yeah. boxing. There's a reason there's weight classes for all these things. Cause size matters. Size does in fact make a difference. And you're like the ability for your body to pack on like strength and stuff at those at like at certain heights and stuff like that is different. So when five foot seven, probably lying, he's probably five, five, like he probably, probably. He, like Cruz probably pays to have him, to be billed at five foot seven. Probably. I'm like, so when you talk about him going up against like a Jack Reacher who is billed at six, four, six, five, and then build at six, five, and not only build at six, five, but like Tom Cruise played Jack Reacher who is supposed to be six foot five. And that's what I mean. So when they recast Jack Reacher, to 
Alan Richson. Yeah, Alan Richson, who made his, who made his fame as Thad Castle. I fucking who, love Blue Mountain State and Thad Castle. Uh, everyone went, yeah, this is great. And like he there, there was a this, <clears throat> it's in the middle there where he played. Was it Hawk? Yeah, he played Hawk. He's played Aquaman in Smallville. Um, he's he's got some pretty nice credits to his name outside of blue mountain state and reacher yeah so and he is very much known for being i mean if you were to recast rocky four he would be my pick to play drago oh absolutely tall blonde chiseled from stone yeah 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 Um, like he's he's much more built for the brick shit house that Jack Reacher is supposed to be like obviously Richin is still only six foot two but six two to six five is a lot more believable than a fucking five seven to an almost a almost a foot fucking and Richin is chiseled from stone and built like a brick shit house like that muscles ain't fucking fake on him and Reacher no not at all. And then you look at like some of Reacher's profile. Um, he grew up on military bases around the world. <laughs> he where he gained his education and basic survival skills. He went to the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. Um, he achieved the rank of second lieutenant, first lieutenant, captain, and major, which also uh, included a demotion from major to captain um he served in the military police and he included uh, he won the silver star the defense superior service medal two legions of merit a soldier's medal bronze star or soldier's medal a bronze star army combination medal uh, a second silver star and a purple heart like this dude is just ridiculous that was just, and that, that was like just his, just his time in the military. Yeah. And that's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, cuz wasn't wasn't he dishonorably discharged from the military as well technically? Uh I believe so, yes. Um Yeah, because he verbally offended a lieutenant colonel during an investigation. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's also described as the only non-Marine to win the Wimbledon Cup, which is a U.S. Marine Corps 1,000-yard invitational rifle competition. Not only see a brick shithouse who I would not want to take on in a fist fight because he's just going to maul you. Uh, he's a crack shot and... It wouldn't be good. Yeah. Jack Reacher. Not, <clears throat> not and I would fuck with. And, and honestly, I would probably put him. Number two, like number three, bordering a number two on this list. Uh, I would probably put him number two. Solid number two. Uh, are you putting Jason Bourne number three? Yeah. So. 
I know, and, and this this is what I meant like by bordering, because now I've only seen a couple of the Bourne movies. I haven't seen them. Me all. as well. Uh, so my take on them is I don't know if we know exactly how badass Jason Bourne really is True. Because, because of the whole like, you know, like because he, he was like brainwashed and shit, right? Like he was. Yeah, he was basically like a sleeper agent. Right. So like, we don't we probably don't even know the extent of his. Like. All I know is that the people who trained him are fucking terrified of him. Right. So when you imagine going to a school for something and being so good that the people at that school want you to no longer be around because you're now upset with that school and could potentially either take them out or expose their secrets. Mm-hmm. And that's Jason Bourne. In the first movie, he doesn't even know what he's capable of. He just starts doing things. Right. Like, that's what makes the first one so great is because we don't know anything about him. He doesn't know anything about himself. We're learning about Jason Bourne together. And, like, it, it seems like every movie we learn a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, more. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, he he feels like a little bit of an untapped resource. We're like, Reacher, we kind of know. Like, we, we know who he is. We know what he is. We know what he's capable of. Um, but, and so like, to me, like when you're talking about a fight, like a survival fight, Jason Bourne might have a little bit of an edge because they're, you know, he might tap into something that we haven't seen yet. Right. Yeah. I don't know. But if we're only, if we're going off like listed achievements and abilities, I, I agree with you. Richard gets the nod. Yeah. No, that's not to say like that they don't each deserve to be the like number two but from what i know about the characters if if it if it came down to born and reacher you know we we know they're both crack shots so they're equal there we don't exactly know the extent of born's actual hand-to-hand combat which is where reacher gets the edge over to get the nod to two just because honestly, like Jason Bourne kind of just looks like your everyday man, which is which which is great. But Reacher is just an absolute brick shit house. And we know he can fight. Like we see him do it all the time. And he'll fuck up six dudes at once. Yeah. And it's one of those things too. He is he is very much Okay, so even even if you said like they're equal, right? They're the same hand to hand combat, whole nine yards. Like they're the same dude. I have have always been a firm and honest belief that if all else is equal, the stronger person wins, mm-hmm. and not like Jack Reacher, W. Yeah, yeah, like six five, like two fifty, solid muscle. Like, yeah, that's going to win over Jason Bourne's like every day. Doesn't really look like he really hits the gym that hard. What? Probably 5'10", 5'11". Yeah. 200. Yeah. 200 at best. Yeah. I'm sorry. When you got when you got potentially six inches and at least 50 pounds, 
you're probably going to win that fight. Yeah. And for those of you playing the home game that are sitting there like, oh, well, you know, all that muscle tuckers out fast and blah, blah, blah. This, that, anything like he's a different beast, man. Like you can say that, but then you like, you look at some of these like NFL athletes and some of the stuff that you're like, go, go watch. Uh, oh my God. The, he was a defensive end outside linebacker for the Steelers. JJ Watt. Oh my God. My brain is saying Marvin Harrison, but that's not him. Could be. No, Marvin Harrison was a, yeah. Oh my God. This is going to piss me off so bad. Yeah. You're the sports guy. How do you not know this? James Harrison. Thank you. James Harrison. Yeah. Yeah. Like go, go, go watch him work out and then tell me, you know, Mm. that, uh, muscle just burns oxygen and you know, you, you don't, you, you're not in shape and you're going to tucker out quick. No, no, no. Like that dude used to do, like he used to work out on game day harder than most people work on their hardest off season workout day. And then right. play all game and tear people's heads off. So, uh, that's basically Jack Reacher. Yeah. Yeah. And then the one thing that all of these people have in common that our number one does not is at some point or another, they were all working for or with the government. And that is why they are so good at fighting and killing. And that's where they're sent on their missions to fight and kill. John Wick is going to take them all down because John Wick went on a three-movie rampage that's going to evolve into five movies all because someone killed his fucking dog. (sighs) Don't kill dogs. That's all I gotta say. Like, John Wick is probably the baddest of these badasses. And he retired until someone stole his car and killed his dog. And he's killed. I don't know. You you talk for a bit. I'm going to look up his kill count. So John Wick is like, and, and one of the reasons that I give him the, the nod here to the top of this list is because he is very much. Oh my God unassuming like so he was a hitman to start like so he right so he so he's a hitman that's Mm -hmm. that's his shtick he's a contract killer so he was working outside the law so he's not bound by stupid things like laws and crap the only laws he's bound by is when he is in the hotel yes uh so just i mean so we talked about peak or so we talked about like skills and abilities with black widow. These are the listed skills and abilities for John wick. He is in peak human condition as a former hitman has peak human, uh, physicality for a man of his age. He's very athletic. His strength, durability, speed, agility, stamina, reflexes, and threshold for pain are in top condition. Um, despite being older than the majority of those who are coming after him. Uh, so peak human strength, peak human durability, peak human speed, agility, stamina, reflexes, and a high pain tolerance. Uh, he's a master assassin. Um, 
who is a former Marine, and then a hitman who was known as Baba Yaga. Great name. Love that. Uh, he is a legendary and revered assassin. He's a master marksman, a master martial artist. Uh, so he just his hand to hand skills fights with uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, Judo, Jiu Jitsu, Sambo, Aikido, and Krav Maga. He's also uh, has knife mastery and improvised weapon mastery. He is proficient in stealth, intimidation, and has gifted intellect where he's a master tactician, an expert driver, an expert motorcyclist, a skilled equestrian, a skilled physician, and he's multilingual. He also has an indomitable will. Uh, His only weaknesses are (laughs) anger and revenge, mortality. So the fact that he can be killed is considered a weakness (laughs) and overconfidence. Yeah. So like his, his, it's not like, Oh, he's a like expert hand to hand combo combatant, but he's not very stealthy or like he's easy to find. Like, Nope. Weaknesses can be killed. He gets angry and he's cocky, which sometimes get him into poor positions. Right. Which I just, I find it absolutely hilarious that they specifically, like nobody else on this list on their weaknesses would they list can be killed. Right. <clears throat> John Wick in three movies. Have you seen all three? Uh one and a half. Okay. And I say one and a half because I watched one legit and then I watched like half of one at work when I worked at day camp. Gotcha. Three movies. What do you got? Three movies. This dude, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, would be vastly at the top of our horror movie uh, villain kill list uh, by almost double. Three movies, 306 kills. John Wick has a higher body count than Jason Voorhees. Yeah. By double. And then some. John Wick has a higher body count than Jason and Michael combined. John Wick has a higher body count than our entire horror body count list combined. Close, close, <laughs> pretty goddamn close. Uh, cool. Fun fact about Mr. Wick. He has a tattoo on his back. You know what it says? No, it's Fortuna Fortes Juvat, which means fortune favors the bold. It's fitting for him. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just saying, if if any one of these guys ever had to go toe to toe with John Wick, they might as well just start digging their fucking grave and lay down. Well, so we like we talked about the the height thing with Reacher, right? Well, John Wick is six one. Mm-hmm. So you only got four inches on him. John Wick's also trained in a lot more styles of martial martial arts than Reacher. Correct. Reacher gets away with just his flat just out reality. Pure prowess. Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't I don't see anybody on this list being able to hold John Wick's jock. No. I mean <laughs> his his nickname 
his assassin nickname of Baba Yaga comes from a witch of Slavic folklore. No, who is known for even eating children and living in a hut and standing on chicken legs. Uh, so much so, and I knew I recognized it from somewhere. The character Baba Yaga is actually seen in, I believe, Hellboy 2. Oh, God. Like they go visit Baba Yaga to find out about the Golden Army. That's, I didn't know that. Ay, ay, ay. Um, and, and I don't know if the other ones are actually like based on true stories or not, or based on anybody even loosely. Um, but John Wick may have been based on a retired U.S. Navy SEAL, Marcus Luttrell. Uh, he was the only survivor of Operation Red Wings. He returned home with PTSD, but kept his dog, but his dog kept his sanity until two bandits broke into his house, shot his dog, and he it made him hunt them down in revenge. Yeah, I've heard the 911 call. Luttrell was on the fucking phone. Well, and also, do you do you realize who Marcus Luttrell is? Uh, for some, like the name sounds familiar for sure. Uh, Mark Wahlberg played him in the movie Lone Survivor. Oh, that's Marcus Luttrell. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, his story of his the that mission and his survival is absolutely heartbreaking. Um, that's why people that mission right there and his teammates that were killed. Um, that's why people do uh, the Murph challenge. Um, that was his commanding officer on that mission was uh, Murph. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Luttrell's dog got killed and he jumped in his shitty little fucking vehicle, whatever he had. And he started chasing these guys across the state. Like he was he's I've heard the 911 call. He's on the phone with the dispatchers like, yeah, like I'm chasing these dudes like they just shot my fucking dog. And they're like, are you armed? She's like, hell yeah, I'm fucking armed. I'm going to kill these fucking guys. Called called nine one one on himself. He's like, I'm going to murder these people. Yeah, and, the, and he's just like giving them updates. Like, yeah, I'm chasing. Them. We're going about 110 right now. Like, we're at this intersection, and the dispatchers are like, uh, "Sir, please, like, slow down." He's like, "Fuck that! I'm not slowing down. You tell your boys to speed up and catch us." <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, like the 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 call that I won't call one call is it's heartbreaking to listen to because you can you can hear how much pain and like anger is in his voice over this. Sure. But it's also fucking hilarious because he's like, I'm not fucking slowing down. You tell your deputies to speed the fuck up. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Lutrell is a legitimate badass and uh that might have been like the inspiration behind like the idea of John wick for that, like storyline of kicking it off. But yeah. Yeah. Then obviously it goes a step further, but right. I might consider picking a fight with a chimpanzee before I'd pick a fight with John wick. And like for those, for those playing the home game on that chimpanzees have been able to have like, have been known to mark silverback gorillas. Yeah leaving them so maimed that you can't tell that they were gorillas aside from the fact that, you know, you like, you're like, that's a gorilla, but I can't tell 
anything other than the fact that it was at some point a gorilla. Yeah. There, there's a lot of things I would pick a fight with. I'd, I'd pick a fight with a fucking tiger or a hungry lion before I picked a fight with John Wick because I know I'm going to fucking die either way. One but just- at least, at least I might get to, you know, feel how soft that fur is first. I'm going to go boop the snoot and then I'm going to die. Right? <laughs> It'll be more fun than dying by John Wick. Yeah. that That's a fantastic first. Uh, you know, picking who we'd rather die by, a vicious animal or jo- a fictional character, and we pick the vicious animal. Mm-hmm. Honestly, John Wick would probably be faster because he would just put two in our fucking head before we even knew what happened. Uh, but you look at him and you're I want to like, I want to boop the snoot. <laughs> Like you look at a guy like John Wick and you're like, I can fight back. He's he's a person. He's he's just a people. I can fight back. I'll survive. Yeah. 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 John Wick definitely tops that list. And I think that's a universal consensus between the both of us. Oh, without question. So uh anything else for the good of the order here, bud? No, not that I can think of. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is episode 99. We will have all posted on social media, uh, episode 100's date and time live on Facebook. And you'll hear the audio after the fact if you don't want to do that for whatever reason. But uh, check us out on social media, Common Debauchery on uh, Facebook, and then at Common Debauchery on Instagram. We are smack dab in the middle of our best of, or our favorite fast food polls. We had our first ever tie in one where I had to then repost it on my personal Instagram. And it still only came down to one vote to decide that Starbucks was better than McDonald's, which first off props to McDonald's and second, holy crap, people, we have a caffeine addiction, (laughs) right? Yeah. Caffeine beat out actual food. Yeah, No kidding. To be fair, the amount of times that I've survived on a cup of Starbucks far outweighs the amount of times that I have survived on McDonald's. So yeah, that's true. Uh, so check that out. That is, that is voted. Those polls are up on our Instagram page. Follow us over there. And then, of course, like, follow, share, subscribe, and tell your friends to tune in to Common Debauchery every week on the BICBP Radio Network, BICBP-radio.com. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, anywhere else you can find your podcast from. And with that being said, episode 99 is in the books. I am the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. This has been Common Debauchery.